You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Happy New Year, everybody. It is 2017 officially, so now it's time to talk about the upcoming baseball season with the Anaheim Angels. Let's talk to Richard Justice about that. I'm Allison Footer. Richard, okay, so we have discussed ad nauseum the fact that the angels might actually be pretty decent this upcoming season uh fan graphs thinks they're going to be a little bit more than decent i am in a somewhat disagreement with that but let's talk about some of the new faces that we will see with the angels cameron maven he's not really had a lot of healthy seasons so is it realistic that he could be healthy this year i guess that's why you go out and sign ben revere because you're not quite certain what you're going to get and i think to go get cameron maven to go get Ben Revere sort of tells you a lot about the Angels and the way Billy Epler looked at him. Would he rather have had – oh, and I should mention Danny Espinosa. He he was not – the Angels are not in position to trade a bunch of prospects to get guys. So they weren't going to get Brian Dozier. You know, they're not going to get Ian Kinsler to play second base. They weren't going to get J.D. Martinez, guys like that. Uh, So what you get is – you know, the, the Tigers were looking to move Cameron Maven for mostly for payroll reasons. The Nationals were looking to move Espinosa because he didn't fit into their – he wasn't going to get playing time and he wasn't going to be happy about it. And so Maven is a guy that has had a fascinating career. I, you know how we always do these prospects lists and, and how you, you start the season projecting this and, and all of that. And Cameron Maven has been – I'll bet he's been listed as a – an important player six or seven times in his career. But he's played ten years, really eight full seasons in the big leagues. And in those eight seasons, he's only averaged 100 games. So can you count on him? You know, I was thinking about that. In 2016, he he, he had a thumb injury. 2014, a bicep strain and a drug suspension. 2013, he started opening day for the Padres and had wrist, ended up with wrist surgery and had a knee issue too. 2012, he plays 147 games for the Padres. He's a gold glove winner, and I think he hit a home run that still blows all the stat cast meters. Wasn't exactly a stat cast homer at that time, but it was 485 feet. I mean, in other words, he did things that you go, holy crap, we didn't see that. And then in 2011, he was the Padres MVP, but that year even he missed three weeks with a knee inflammation. 2010, shoulder sprain. 2009, back injury. So this guy's an impact guy if you can get him on the field. And what the Angels are projecting is he's older. He knows how to – he's 29. He'll be, he'll, be, uh, he'll be 30 by opening day, I think, or right around opening day. And he uh, is a guy that's been around 10 years. He played 141 games two years ago, and the Angels are hoping that he's learned how to take care of himself. But, again, and he's a guy that when he plays – he, he's got a chance to make you better. I mean, you know, he's a guy that can steal bases. He makes big-time plays in the outfield. So if you put him out there beside Mike Trout, and maybe a left field will be better. You know, you, we, we, we've both heard teams afraid to move certain guys to center field. I think the Nationals have struggled with this with Bryce Harper at times. Should we put him in center field? More ground to cover. He can cover the ground. But is that making more inclined, more chances to get hurt? Anyway, Cameron Maben's going to play left field because Mike Trout's the center fielder for the Angels. And it'll be interesting to see. It's an important part of what they want to do. You know, left field's been a problem for them for a couple of years now. So so they get Revere, who can play left, can play center, can play anywhere. They get Maben. They both get both by low, you know, kind of deals. And then they have this young guy, their own guy, Jeffrey Marte. You know, wouldn't it be weird if he ends up being the best best guy of all? But 
I think it's fair to say, like in a lot of other areas of their team, they've taken a weakness and turned it into a strength. So when it comes to being injury prone, I mean, at what point is it a matter of, oh, he needs to take better care of himself? And does there come a time where you say he just physically, this is how he's made. Like he's not built to be, you know, these are just things that kind of happen to people. um, And he might just fall into that category. I mean, there is, you know, it might it might not be a matter of like, oh, he's just being careless as much as like, well, if he, you know, lands on his foot in this way or runs into a wall that way, whereas another guy would be able to shake it off and maybe it just physically does impair him. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't think there's – I think every team wonders about that. The Nationals have had it with Bryce Harper. Hey, Bryce, you don't have to steal every base. You don't have to run into every wall. The Dodgers have had it with Puig. And I remember Mabin, like in the first or second ex- preseason game, uh, exhibition game, a couple of years ago, you know, the Padres really had high hopes. And I think early in, he injured his shoulder uh, diving for a ball. Now, should he have been, the reason you love him is because he's capable of getting to put balls others can't. Should you be diving for a ball in Peoria, Arizona in March? You know, I don't know how you figure that, but I don't think there's anything wrong with being optimistic, you know, and I do think you got to be realistic. He's averaged 100 games. But Ben Revere's a guy that's two years removed from being a really dominant player, a guy that when he was traded, you know, when the Twins first traded him, it looked like they were trading a guy that was a difference maker kind of player. So Billy Epler's got, he's got Mabin, he's got, he's got Revere, and he's got uh, Jeffrey Marte who all have a chance. And, and, you know, and Mike Socia has shown that he can, he can put guys in position to succeed and he can, he can allow, he's going to get the best out of every guy. And hopefully part of coaching up Cameron Maben is coaching him up to, you know, hey, uh, you don't you don't have to crash into every wall. And also when you play in left field, you will have a fewer responsibilities. The, the guy in center field is going to get a lot of those balls in left center. That's very true. Okay, well, moving on to another injury-prone player. So we have Albert Pujols, who will be, beginning the season after some pretty, I don't know, pretty significant foot surgery. So is it time to lower, well, it is time to lower the expectations. It's been, I mean, the expectations have been lowered over the last few years, let's face it. Uh, What can we expect from him, though? Yeah, you know, he'll be 37 on opening day. And um, I think he had a bounce-back season, you know. Is he ever going to be the guy? Remember when we used to watch him play for the Cardinals? Yes. You've never seen a better player in your whole life. Not Barry never. Bonds, not Jeff Bagwell, Frank Thomas, Ken Griffey. There was never a more feared hitter than any of than those guys. And in his 32 through 36 season, Albert hasn't been that guy. But, you know, in, in there are days you can see him. I think about this, you know, when people kept asking David Ortiz why he was retiring last year. Well, you could, there, you could see why he was retiring. There were days he had trouble walking around. You know, I mean, his legs and ankles didn't feel good. And it's some of that with Albert. You can tell And now at, at 37 there are days he doesn't feel good. But I think what he's lost in youth, what he's lost in maybe pure explosive bat speed and all of that stuff we like to measure, I think he knows how to play now. His OPS was 780 last year, 787 the year before that. And even, you know, when we looked at him and thought, well, wow, he, he doesn't, you know, two years ago he hit 244, but he still had a 787. He still hit 40 home runs, 22 doubles. You take that, right? You take that any day of the week from a guy, and he made the all-star team in 2015. I just hope that knowing the way he's kind of a workaholic guy, maybe being sidelined in spring training will actually be good for Albert. You know, just get him 
get him on the field when you need him to be there. It's funny, this era of baseball, guys like Joe Madden seem to be more focused on guys not working than working. Like, doing less might actually be more. When Jack McKeon took over the Padres in 2003, the first thing he told Juan Pierre was, you know, I really like you, but I don't want you showing up around here till 5 o'clock. You know, huh. you just there are guys who work too hard, and uh, maybe that maybe that'll help. Maybe this surgery, in a weird way, will help preserve the rest of Albert's body for the year. Because it's like this: you saw this with Clemens late in his career in Houston. Uh, Albert's become a great ambassador for the game, and I think he's learned to appreciate everything he's been given. I think younger when he was younger, he was an angry, go forward, you know, got to prove yourself. He doesn't have anything to prove now. He's going to the Hall of Fame if he never plays another baseball game. And I'm sure that's a pretty sweet spot to be in, that every place you go, people go, that's Albert Pujols, one of the greatest players that ever lived. And hopefully his body allow him to play at a high level for a few years more. Yeah, well, we'll see. And then uh, our last topic, another, um, well, another injury-prone player, but Camber Bedrosian, uh, does he take over his closer? He had some very nice numbers before he was injured. So what, what do we expect from the closer position? I think it starts out, I think, if, if uh, Houston Street's fully recovered, he'll be the guy at the beginning. But the comfort for, for Mike Sosha is that Cam Bedrosian is a guy who has uh, closer stuff, and, and he's only 24 years old, and, and he's, a, he's, a, he's, got a, he's got a big strikeout, bat, uh, strikeout pitch, 51, 51 strikeouts in 40 innings, and a young guy learning how to do it. And, you know, you couldn't have a better mentor than Houston Street. And uh, I think it's a good late-inning combination for them going forward. Houston is at that point in his career where who knows how many games he's going to be good for. But I think unlike a couple of years ago where everything was so uncertain with the late innings for the Angels, uh, they got it nicely taken care of. And if it begins with Cam pitching the eighth inning and Houston Street pitching the ninth, well, you can do a lot worse than that. Absolutely. Okay, Richard, thank you. Happy New Year. Talk to you soon. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.